Good morning. It is uh, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the 19th day, the 19th day of April. This is Paul coming to you live from the studios in between Ron's Roost and the clothes steak and shake that just got broke into. Welcome to my church. Welcome to my church, feel free to look around, give praise and glory, my spirit will be found. Welcome to my church, I'm here every day, just let me in, hear the words I have to say. Welcome to my church, yeah, welcome to my church. Welcome to my church. Come on, come on, just believe in me, I'll catch you when you fall. Let peace in me, yeah, I'll rule your heart. Welcome to my church, for a brand new start. Welcome to my church, yeah, welcome to my church. When two or more gather in my name When you drink from my well Never thirst again oh, yeah. Welcome to my church Welcome to my church yeah. America with the performance of the national anthem, eight-time Grammy Award winner, Chris Stapleton. Through the pain 
and we're going to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. So take your right hand and put it on top of your heart. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And that was Welcome to My Church, the National Anthem by Chris Stapleton and the Pledge of Allegiance by LittleStoryBug.com. That's right, LittleStoryBug.com. And I am sitting here with my buddy, uh, well, we're going to have to talk about that Bengals thing on your shirt, but my buddy, David <laughs> Coleman, Dave, the dating doctor, Coleman, and the host of Bridging the Gap. How are you doing this morning, Dave? Good morning, and the reason I'm wearing this is I have the pup today. I don't want to hear it. Was, it was a little <laughs> chilly, my man. <clears throat> a little chilly, so I threw it on and went outside. That's all right. That's all, all right. right. We can agree to disagree. And as always, when Mr. Dave Cohen is on the air with me, the things, the crapola, the, all the offensive <laughs> stuff that comes flying out of my mouth is not uh, is not the opinion of, nor shall it ever be, Dave Coleman. Uh, and he has the right to correct me. So if you're listening to this and thinking Dave is participating with a moron, no, we are friends and we can agree to disagree and we love each other. You know, what's fun, Paul, is when I introduce you, like I talk to people about you, I say, this is my friend, Paul Jones. He's not a person. He's an event. So, <laughs> well, I was just glad that you uh, came on today. I mean, as you know, you've sure. been, you've been uh, and we can talk about uh, <clears throat> Uh, the interview that uh, will be airing today uh, at, uh, what do we do, F 4 o'clock and 9 o'clock, right? You usually do 4 and 9 o'clock. Are you talking about, about Sherry Wynn? Yeah, talking talk about, about Sherry, so we'll talk about her. But uh, I just thought, I mean, you just got off the road, right? I had shows in Michigan, uh, Northern Ohio, and Texas. Paul, you know, people don't get, uh, <clears throat> you and I being entertainers, you're a multi-entertainer, you're a musician, you're a speaker, you are a radio professional. I was doing a show in Texas last week, and uh, unfortunately, my first two flights got delayed a total of five hours. So by the time I landed in Dallas, it was 4.45 p.m. I was supposed to be on stage at 6 p.m. in front of 500 people, and I'm 35 minutes away. So I grab my luggage, I grab a Lyft driver. I said, buddy, here's where I gotta be. There's an extra 20 in it. Paul, <clears throat> this guy drives like I've seen you drive when it's important. And uh, he got me to my gig in time. I pulled up underneath. I was green as the plant behind me from his driving. <laughs> I almost threw up in a bush. Uh, they, they ran me down the hallway. I set up my show. I got on, I did an hour, I got a standing ovation. I went outside and thanked God. And uh, it was one of those days people go, I want to be an entertainer. I want to be a speaker. Sure you do. You thanked, you <laughs> thanked God you did not get dead. Sure you do. You thanked God you did not get dead. That is it. Uh, That's well, it. Buddy, I'm telling you, man, I, you know, I've been, I've been fighting back and forth on whether to go back out on the road and, you know, with the, like play the music and stuff like that. I just, you know, and it's stories of just, I, I don't know if I'm prepared to do that. Well, Paul, I have to, <clears throat> excuse me. I got a little bit of uh, allergy stuff going on today here in lovely Cincinnati, but I didn't know we would get to this subject, but I was going to call you later today because one of my primary agents called me yesterday and said, David, I have seven to 10 schools asking if you do a program on mental health. Mm -hmm. They're all looking for a program. Paul, I don't necessarily think you have a choice. I think it's time for you to go back out before you cut me off. I think it's time for you to go back out. I'm going to buy you lunch one of these days. Actually, you're going to buy me because you're going to owe me commissions. But I think it's time for you at least temporarily to get back out. And I don't know if you saw this today, but on the news, there's a couple of young teens that were in a wrestling match. The one young man beat the other young man. They went to the middle of the mat. The guy who won reached his hand out. The other guy faked the hand out, cold cocked him, broke his nose and basically knocked him out on the mat. And these kids didn't look like they were older than maybe 12, 13, maybe. Wow. Something's going on, Paul. 
And if not you, whom? And if not now, when? Well, you know, here's the problem, though, and we've talked about it, man. I, you know, I know the the dilemmas, and we we don't need to go into specifics, okay, David, uh, because I understand and, and respect your position. Um, but, you know, to go back out for me is I couldn't deal with the things that you are up against. So one of the problems that we have is there are things that, I will say, and you know, I'm going to say, I know, um, you know, uh, talking about, you know, God uh, and these things that they they need they need the speaker, but they want to control the the they want to control the speaker. They, they want to control. The they speaker. want to control the narrative. They want to. They want to thank you. Thank you. Narrative. They want to control the narrative. And, uh, I just, it doesn't work for me. You know, like I would not be well, maybe, able, I would maybe not you be have to able to do what I do. Huh? You taught me this, Paul. You, you basically saved my career about 15 years ago when I was you 15 years ago, I was being, not that I'm not being honest now, but there's, there's a, it's tough to be on stage now in any form or fashion. Ask Jerry Seinfeld, ask, ask any of them, but you told me to get up and say, look, I'm, I've not been all facets. I've not been straight, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender. I've not been in a thruple. I, I haven't been through everything. Well, I've am seen I, you in a dress. I've seen you in a dress. <laughs> if you did, it was a great dream, man. <laughs> but well, I, I haven't been through all this, but I'm going to give the absolute best. Have I had clients who've been all those? Absolutely. People in my audience? Absolutely. We, we know this, Paul. Dating, relationships, romance, sex, marriage, it's a spectrum. There's a spectrum out there. Right. And I haven't experienced every one of them. Does that mean I can't help my audience? Does it help them every day? My audience came up to me the other day and said, 10 of them said I changed their life forever. Yeah. I believe them. One of them. One of them immediately got out of an abusive relationship. One made a phone call to someone they wanted to ask out their entire life and didn't do it. And the person said yes, right in front of me. So I know that we change lives. And Paul, I know it would be hard. And maybe you have to have a real honest discussion with your buyers. Right. But I'm, I'm not sure the world can live without you. Well, you know, that's kind. And, uh, you know, I certainly appreciate it. And we all know that I, uh, you know, when it, when it comes to going out, playing the music, that is uh, one thing. Um, you know, I was talking about, you know, kind of the road thing. Now, you shifted gears on me as it has been of people saying, go back out and speak on the mental health. And then, but you know, again, I, I, does the, would the disclaimer work? Does it, does it work? Does it, because if, if the kids shut down, you know, the problem is right now, if they're shutting down, uh, it's one thing for the school to say, Hey, you can't cuss or something like that, which, you know, I've never, fricking, I've, I, 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 I've never really fricking listened to, but I have paid attention and always been respectful of my audience, uh, because I do have a potty mouth. I admit it. Um, but, but it's another thing when they go, you can't talk about God, you can't talk about your story. And then if I have to get involved and this is where Dave and I, uh, this is not David's opinion, but this is my opinion. When it comes to where I have to look at a young man or a young woman and call him a him, the, they, or it, or a, a, a schnauzer, it's not going to happen for me, David. I can't, I am not going to do it. Show me your yeah. DNA. And when your DNA tells me you are not a male or a female, then I'll, I'll play ball with you. But even if I, I would respect somebody to a certain degree, but not to that and that's going that is going to be that. that's going to be the problem I, is i know that's that's who you are and where you come from you know and, so the message the message isn't the message then is stifled and that's the problem we're nobody's telling each other the truth right nobody everybody or everybody is afraid to speak their truth right their truth uh mm -hmm. and i and i am speaking in terms of people like myself a white christian male I will lose my job. Well, thank God I don't have one and I can't <laughs> lose it, but I would lose my job if I opened my pie hole. I mean, we saw you just sent me the thing uh, from CVS Pharmacy. I shared that with my buddy Danny Roth yesterday. You know, there's employees going to get fired because they don't play to this game. We, I would never fire somebody for that. that that's not right. No. 
And, and Paul, we've all, any of us who've ever held a job where someone else pays us, they, with our onboarding, with our orientation, our training and our onboarding, we find out who they are, what they stand for. And, you know, I, I, I worked at Xavier University for 13 years and loved every minute of it. And obviously I'm working at a Catholic institution. There were certain things I could not espouse, couldn't come out and espouse or do. And my behavior had to be a certain way. I think many of us in this country, in this world who take jobs know that there are certain protocols we have to follow. You're lucky enough that you own the station you're sitting in and you own every word that comes out of your mouth because it can't cost you your livelihood. I get that. And, and I know that you were working on your, you and some, you and your band were working on, what was it? Music, mental health, and motivation. Maybe that's what you go do, Paul. Maybe it's yeah. not just a straight talk. I, I know that you're still saying when the music ends and when the motivation ends, and when I go to talk about mental health, I'm not going to pull any punches. Well, you and can't. That's and that's where maybe you Paul can't. That's what the problem is, is you can't. I will sit here and say it again and again and again. And, I, you know, I sent you that, uh, tr uh, that track, that scratch track, Joy to the World. As a matter of I fact, I got Debbie, and I believe Debbie's from, I think she's on, I found this just amazing singer uh, uh, this morning because I'm, <laughs> I'm putting her on it. I told her, I just want this thing to be a church, man. I want it to be, I want to be in a Southern Baptist church with that voice behind me. And I think I found it today. Uh, her name is Debbie. She's, uh, I believe she's sitting in Nigeria. So she's where Ituna Joe is, our one drummer. And sure. uh, I, I can't wait. All I've listened to is her demos. Uh, but I can see from her face, she's just just a beautiful woman. I, I her voice is uh, miraculous. And can she hop on with us? I well, I asked her to. She said she was shy, and I'm like, well, you know, we can we'll oh. take care of that part. So Debbie, if you are listening, and you want to, I sent you the link. Jump on with us. I'd love to talk to you and introduce you to uh, David. Debbie, please and, jump on. As yeah. talented as I've heard you Debbie, are, we would love to. Debbie, Debbie. <laughs> Debbie, Debbie. But I'm going to play this track, and then I'm going to play that other one that I sent you the other day that uh, When Does It End, that definitely addresses what we're talking about. And I don't sure. normally play scratches, as you know, uh, but uh, I'm going to play these. Now, Joy to the World, um, I, I'll give you the story of how this came up. But this is where I'm at so far on this, and this is what I actually sent uh, over to uh, Debbie this morning. Uh, Fernando P Pardomo uh, just got back from tour. Uh, I don't, I think he might've been touring with Joe Walsh, uh, over in Germany. I, I, I have to find out who he was with, but he just got back. He cut this thing t last night. He cut the guitar and the drums. Uh, Roger. Tiny, I loved it. Uh, yeah. Roger tiny cores is on the bass. It's, it's really, really cool. But, uh, so this is the scratch. I'll be back in uh, three minutes and 17 seconds, uh, with, uh, David Coleman. And uh, hopefully, uh, if Debbie is listening, she jumps in here with us. I sent you the link. Debbie, don't be shy. Come on, Debbie. Debbie. Jump in with us. Show Debbie. To the world. Mm -hmm. All the boys and girls oh. now. Yeah. And joy to the fishes in the deep blue sea. Joy to you and me. There my was bullfrog was a good friend of mine. Never understood a single word he said, but I helped him drink his wine. He always says a matter of fine wine. Said, joy to the world, singing all the boys and girls now. Joy to the fishes in the big blue sea. Joy to you and me. Yeah. If I were the king of the world, I'd tell you what I'd do. I'd go the politicians out who calls all the boys and make sweet love to you. Joy to you and me. Yeah. 
Joy to the world. That is a scratch. That is now in the hands of Debbie over in uh, Nigeria, I believe. I'm pretty sure that's where she is sitting. And uh, she unfortunately is shy and did not come on with us yet. Debbie. Uh, come on, Debbie. Debbie, 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 Debbie. Get on here with us. And uh, we will talk and see what's going on over in Nigeria. I have not talked to Ituna Joe. He cut a uh, track for me um, uh, the other last week. And, uh, but I, I think I'm just going to leave the drums on the floor and not use it because, okay. uh, uh, for, uh, uh, letting go. Uh, I think I sent you that track Marty Brown did. You know what? Uh, I, I didn't have, <laughs> ironically, Paul, I told you earlier about my Uber ride to death that got me to my show on time. Right. I listened to that on my Uber ride to my show. So I really enjoyed it. And, uh, it was real good. Hey, Paul, why don't we talk about. We, we really should talk about my next three guests that I'm going to have on Bridging the Gap. Let's do it. They are, as you know today, because you've probably edited it and have it ready to drop, uh, Sherry Wynn. Uh, she's remarkable. She was, um, she was a member when she was younger. She was a member of the Olympic uh, handball team and was abused, threatened, and stalked and harassed by her own coach. She lived through that. Uh, remarkable person. Then uh, she went on to uh, coach a women's national basketball team to a national championship. R remarkable person. Now she travels the world speaking on leadership. She just wrote a book, which I think is going to take off. And what she did, Paul, is she took off almost two years from speaking and she interviewed 200 of the top business leaders in the world. I mean, they gave her an hour of their time, yeah. all of them. Right. And then she wrote a book from what she learned. And what I love about her is, is you'd love her. There's no nonsense. It's direct to the point. Her, her, it all begins from within. <clears throat> Everything she talks about begins right here and right here, and then you perform. And I think people will really love the podcast that's dropping today. And we called it Winning Daily and Winning Life. Basically, winning in life, dot, 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 daily. Yeah. You got to win daily to win in life. And she's a no-nonsense person, Paul. She gave a really good strategic plan and a blueprint on how do you win every day. Right. How do you give it your best shot so that you can sleep well that night and know you gave that day your best shot? She also lives with chronic pain. Yeah. She's in pain all the time. She could be going, what was me? What was me? I don't want to do this. Not a chance. Well, you know, most of, uh, you know, so many of the people that we talk to that, uh, you know, if, 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 what what you just described is Napoleon Hill. Right. So uh, the very first uh, the very first self-help book in the world was Napoleon Hill back in 1929 think and grow rich and he did the same thing right he went and spent years uh, <clears throat> talking to you know the uh, Carnegie and the Vanderbilts and all sure. these people right and uh, that's where that and every book is based on that I mean it's it really is. every sure. self-help book is basically uh, when it, and it, when it comes to business and business success people think there's a secret there is not a secret the fact is you're going to fail. The fact is you got to get back up. And the fact is, if you believe it, you can achieve it. And it's so hard even for me and for you and for everybody yeah. to actually wrap their head around. If you study the people that have been successful in life, it is they have failed miserably so many times, but they yeah. get back. And I don't want to steal her thunder. I'm not going to steal too much of the thunder, but. She was hired after interviewing these people. Some of them hired her, rightfully so. Right. And, and uh, one person was going to fire one of their employees because the employee cost the company a million dollars. It's a big company, million dollars. And she said, let me work with them. Uh, later, she gets a call from that business owner saying, what did you do? She goes, what do you mean? What did I do? He just made us six million. So from losing a million to almost being fired, working with her, now making six million, that's the type of, she's yeah. changed my life. Yeah. She's, it's like you have uh, Paul, I'll say this. It's kind of funny, but uh, uh, I'll be I'll be working and then I'll take a break or 
maybe I'll wake up on a certain day and go, man, I don't have that same energy I had yesterday. And I think for a blink of a second, I'm going to take part of that day off. And I think to myself, what's Paul doing right now? He's well, cutting, if, if, if you were cutting if you were, a new song, if you were thinking this Monday, mm-hmm. Paul was in bed, buddy, because, you know, Paul took a down day. I got hit. Everybody gets hit. Uh, yeah. Everybody. I mean, the difference is I woke up Tuesday. Uh, I literally could not get out of bed. I was in such an abyss on uh, started on Sunday and uh, through Monday. And you know me, I'm not ashamed to tell people that's exactly what happens. It happens. Sometimes it happens. The key is what you just said. Get get your ass back up. And then right. You know, Buzz Sutherland is going to be in. You know, Buzz. Yeah, yeah Buzz. I can't wait. I yeah. Buzz is a comic. Uh, it's going to be. He's going to be amazing. And he's turned himself into one of the top keynote speakers in the world. And he's also running a farm. <clears throat> Believe it or not, Paul, Buzz Sutherland is running a farm down in the South Carolina area. Old and he Mc, said, "Old McBuzz has a farm." Oh boy, he's getting married again. He's uh, he's something else. And he said to me, "He goes, you know, David, when you take your shoes off, you're done for the day." When you take your shoes off, you've told the world you're done for the day. So watch when you take those shoes off. Now I'm scared to take my shoes off. I, I take the dog out. I kept them on. Uh, you know, and then so he's the next one. And then uh, a guy, I'm not sure how well you know, him, but my next, my third guest of the three, a guy named Eric Lambert. Eric, uh, he, he's, and uh, remember there was a, a group called Two Live Crew, and then yeah. he did a, a buddy did a takeoff called Two Live Jews, and right. it went worldwide, and he made a fortune off that. Then then he also uh, runs a, an association called APCA, the Association for the Promotion of Campus Activities, where he is a star maker. Right. He lets some of us take stage. The, the stars he has created are on The Voice. They are on America's Got Talent. Several have shows running now in Vegas all the time. And I'm going to have him on to talk to people about how to rise their own star. Right. How are you going to rise your own star? And, and one of the things that we're going to talk about is is throwing spaghetti at the wall. Right. Everybody thinks their career should be one thing. Okay, I'm going to be an accountant. I'm going to be a whatever. My friend Curtis Zimmerman is one of the best speakers in America, was also a, a juggler, also a mime. He's a magician. You know, you throw things at the wall, and which piece of spaghetti sticks? Right. He's, these three podcasts back to back to back, if people can listen to those three, they're not moved or they don't have a new mindset or a new skill set, I'm not sure what I can do to help people. Well, you, you know, there's, there absolutely is nothing you can do to help anybody. It is up to them. You can present Agreed. them with the information. You can show them the proof. You can give them the examples. You cannot make them get back out of bed on Tuesday morning. You can't. It's, it's impossible. I, you know, we, we've tried and that's a hard thing. Now you can ag- disagree with me if you want. Um, no, I'm not just agreeing here. I, I, I can't make anybody do anything they don't want to do. And no, no, I just try to, I try to, here's what I do every time I take stage, Paul, or every time I do a podcast for you, I try to get people in the right frame of mind. Right. Every single time I try to, I try to help their skill set mm-hmm. in some way. And then I leave on a call to action. Right. So right frame of mind, help them build a skill or two that can help them accomplish that and then give them a call to action. If they act 100%, I'm not in their homes with them. I'm not in their office with them. Right. 100%. And you're not in their brain. You're not, you, you, you try to infiltrate and you know, like what I've just, you know, what I've gone through uh, and having to always remind myself, it's only when I forget that I am in control, I'm pointing to my head. I am in control of this monkey up here. Right. I mean, it, it is, uh, you remember my brain pins that are on all my hats, all my lapels, and people would yeah. always ask me, and it was a great conversation starter, what is that? That is the most important thing in my body. Without that, and that goes back to lending back to what you and I were talking about on mental health. You know, it, it, here's the mm-hmm. fact, Jack. If this ain't working, or if it's been programmed wrong, which is what we're seeing right now, if it has been programmed wrong, you have to change that sucker. And I have that- to tell you, Paul, watching that teenager blindly uh, cold cock with a sucker punch, yeah. another young man who was supposed to be shaking hands with after losing, first of all, lose with grace. Right. They lose with grace. Number two, 
reached down to fake the shake hand and then popped him straight. I, I thought he might have killed him. I thought he could have pushed his nose back right, into his right, brain. Sure. It, when you see the clip, Paul, you're going to see at some point in time, you're going to wonder how the little how the kid's alive. And then he's already, the young man that got hurt is already back to training, looking forward to his neck. Didn't let it stop him. Right. Didn't let it stop him. Yeah. This is what I thought, Paul. Yeah. And, I, and I know. I know Dude, that I, I'm more, I, and I'll tell you, I will say it right here on the air. I, I will. I am more than happy, and I would love to. There's, I, I was so excited about going back, and then as uh, you and I began to speak, and then the I, I had several conversations with several entities, and all of a sudden, then the restrictions come, and you go, know. you know, how do you fix anything if you're not allowed? If you, if I can't tell the story, then you don't want me. You want to act like you're doing something. And I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy, man. I'm well, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you a question. If the answer is no, I get it. Have you ever been to something? Have you ever attended something? Let's say it went for an hour. You don't remember everything. But you walked out of there going, hmm, or you took one or two points from it that made the kept in your brain for a day or two. I'm telling you, I think we're at a point in the world where if people can take one or two things out of hearing you speak, it'll change their lives. I, I think that's the truth. And in some cases, it might save their lives. And I, I'm sorry to hear on Monday because I, you and I are pretty close. And if it's ever there again, I know you're going to say, look, when you're in that space, the last thing you're doing is reaching out to somebody mm -hmm. in the future. You're reaching out to me. Now, well, I don't know if, well, I don't know if Monday was because of exhaustion. You never stop working. Your brain never stops thinking. I don't think you've slept since Carter was president and what you basically eat comes out of a blender and you smoke and drink. So at some point in time, your body's going to go put a green vegetable. Okay. So at some point your body is going to shut down. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that's basically, I, you know, as I sit and reflect, you know, I've always had my, uh, my checks and balances and the things that I pay attention to and, uh, you know, when I uh, Monday, I just decided I'm I'm not paying. I'm not gonna do anything today. I am doing nothing today. Uh, At least applaud you. I just I, I just sat and uh, I just sat and uh, you know had Andy Griffith on uh, you know in the background noise and clocked in and clocked out and uh, you know uh, that's it. But I want to spin this uh, new uh, scratch of uh, when does it end? This is a total scratch. It's got some lyric changes that are coming. Uh, Dennis Palantang, I played the piano on this. Uh, Dennis is uh, taking it over uh, to make it more beautiful. And uh, mm -hmm. as I always do, because I use him as my piano teacher. And uh, But this is me on the piano uh, singing. And uh, I think I might have on this uh, rendition here some, uh, uh, some uh, electronic strings. But you know me, it's got to be real. So I've got my What's so player. interesting about this is you don't know how to play the piano. You don't know. How. Well, my my buddy Dan was in here yesterday. He's like, "What are all those stickers all over? I've got the red and the blue and the green and the orange stickers all over the piano." And I told him, I said, "Well, in order for me to play, I have to find the keys and I color code them uh, based on where my fingers should be." And that's how I that's how I play the piano. And he's like, "You're an idiot." I'm like, "Well, I you know, I mean, uh, you know." You're the most talented musician in America. He's not Stop a musician. It. So it's pretty amazing. I'm gonna He's spend. I'm gonna spend. Uh, when does it end? I think it sums up. This is the scratch. I am so excited to get uh, the piano back from Dennis, so I can decide if I'm putting cello on it. Uh, but I'm gonna spend that. We'll be back in three minutes and fifteen seconds. I'm talking with David Coleman and uh, my my good buddy. And uh, this song was a byproduct of uh, the little uh, tirade of darkness I just went through. So um, there's always something good that comes out of it. So God sent me this yeah. to, to make me uh, aware. So I'm going to spin this real fast. When does it end? All the madness in our world, when does it end? All the rage and divide that's so deeply etched in When does it end? How 
brought it begin Not a single child has been born with hate built in An empty canvas of a mind entrusted to us To fill it in So it begins Can't change the past Or get back time We can surely all Change the colors of our mind And only then Will it begin To win And that is, uh, when does it end? That is the scratch. There are some, uh, I got a couple lyrical phrases that I'm going to change on that. I just got to wait for Dennis to get the piano back. But, uh, um, you know, uh, Dave, while we were uh, uh, off air, we're uh, talking. And, you know, unfortunately, that's kind of where we're at. And, you know, what happened was uh, through... Uh, whatever it is that uh, had been going on with me, I really realized, and I think the, the big punch, man, was looking at my three little granddaughters in understanding how crazy it is. And, 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 you know, the line is, not a single child's ever been born with hate within. We have to take responsibility. We're the ones creating this crap. We create it. If, you know, like that kid that punched the other kid, somewhere along the line, it was put in his mind that that's okay to do. That that it, that it that was the proper thing to do. And we, we all do. Ought to do it and taught that it's okay. Right. Somewhere along the line, whether it was his parents, his, his friends, it, it could be a collection of everything. You know, like a parent will say, I didn't raise my child to be this way. Well, maybe you didn't, but did you participate enough in those who he spent the majority of his time with, right? Um, and I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of our prejudices and our hates. And it came from someplace. It didn't come out of the womb. It didn't. It did right. not, you know. And that's the purpose of that song. And I'm, I'm really... Uh, excited uh to get that done um uh the joy to the world uh you know again I, I wish debbie would have jumped on with us uh i i i'm gonna have a blast with that uh yeah i'm sorry I'm gonna, say this on the air right. I'm gonna say this on the air right now and i'm gonna put you on the spot because i want to do it i want to do i want to do a bridging the gap with you as my guest 
we'll flip, we'll flip the script here and I'll be the host and you'll be the guest. And I simply want people to hear. We don't even have to choose a particular song. We can if you want to. Mm. If there's a particular song, we can do it. And I have a couple in my head, the one chairs, things like that. I, there's a couple songs I just love. I think it would be really neat yeah. for the people who follow this station, the people who follow both of our shows to hear how from the moment God touches you in some way and you are touched. So if God touches you in some way from that second, you get up at three in the morning and there's a pad of paper and there's your keyboard and Lisa's looking at you like, I'm going to leave you from that moment to the moment where you drop it. And when it's, when it's fully rendered and ready to go and produced, mm. how did that happen? Yeah. I think people would be just floored and motivated. Well, you know me, man, I love to tell the stories. That's like when, you know, when I'm talking to another artist or uh, another songwriter or something like that, I, that's why I love to hear it because I love to share it because that's the part that is so cool to me. And, uh, you know, it's no different than you creating a presentation or an artist painting a painting or anything like that or an engineer building a building or a doctor doing what they do. You know, it's no different. The process of elimination or, you know, is that word, right? If you listened to the first words of When Does It End, uh, it was totally different than it start that than it is now, you know, a phrase right. or something like that. You know, it's, right. uh, uh, it's what, you, what you do matters. I'll give you an example. I know that time flies because I went on tour. You're gonna make me cry, dude. Stop this. I, I, I'm not gonna make you cry, but I yeah, I remember right. it was probably about a month or a month and a half ago. You and Pastor Bob prayed for me. I went on tour, and that day we had a conversation where Pastor Bob had a dream or whatever it was. And if you've covered this on your show before, I apologize, but the, he was told to put more chairs in it. He couldn't even fill the chairs in his church, right. but there was 11 more, 11 chairs, 11, was it? 11, 11 chairs? chairs, yeah. Did those, and he's like, God, why am I putting 11 more chairs in my church when I can't fill the pews I already have? I'm just curious if anything's ever come from that. Yeah, Did those 11 quite a bit. Filled? Quite a bit. It, it's crazy. I, it, it's, it's, it's insanity. You know, you're going going back and you're kind of leaning back in towards, uh, you know, being able to talk to people and say, you know, it's it's listening. It's taking just the time just to listen. And that's an aspect that our children have been robbed of that when when people and get rid of religion. OK, because you know how I feel about that. And I, right. the, the more I come, the more deeper uh, God takes me into this journey of just get them here and I'll take care of the rest. The more convicted I am, David, on I am I, I have been instructed correctly. Get rid of that religion, man. Let the kids understand we are spiritual beings. Let them understand there is a higher energy, a higher power. You can call it whatever you want, but you have to listen to it. You have to listen. And that is the key you you have to listen then you got to take some action you got you got freaking do something i know he, he's not he's not a magician he's not i looked at your life recently and I was, I was thinking and i know you had put in a ton of effort on music motivation and mental health with going on tour with your band and for a while there that was you put your butt you were everywhere you were taping you were ever but i didn't see you go out and i thought to myself he can't do everything you can't be on tour and be on the radio. You can't be on tour and be in the studio. You can't be, a, you're one human being. So either either we clone you or we, we and you know, who you surround yourself. Debbie Gardner, our, my first guest ever. You remember, Paul? Right. First guest ever on Bridging the Gap. She's basically said, you are who you surround yourself with. She calls them one of five. I'm blessed to be one right, of her. Right, one. spokes in a wheel, man. Yep. Well, I'll tell you, you know, on the music uh, motivation, mental health, the, here's the sad reality. I had a bunch of people asking me to do it. Okay. It needs to be done. It needs to be done. You're the guy, you're the guy, you're the guy. And then when the metal met the road, right. Okay. Now I might be the guy and that's a, that'll be a, that's a blessing that people think that. I feel pretty confident in myself. 
But when the metal met the road, the money didn't come out of the wallet. And I can't. I, I wish to God I still had. I am so grateful I don't have what I had. Understand that. But if I had it, then money wouldn't be an issue. I know. But I I can't. You know, you got. I can't do it, David, uh, by myself. And well, I got. I got so angry. You into this, your your effort, your time, effort, money are the reason we're on the air today. Well, it's a double edged sword, man. I don't care. I'm doing what I feel I'm supposed to do, Dave. But I also know that I have responsibility. I have things that are that I can do right within my means um and those have to take priority you know it is expensive to go out on the road and especially if you're taking a band i mean you're talking fifteen hundred dollars just right there a while just yesterday just yesterday because we did an extension i was talking to my accountant yesterday and she said david your travel expenses your your airfares, your lodging, your meals, your rental cars Off are way chart. up. Goes, she said, did you take someone with you? I said, oh, no, no. Look, gas is, gas is through the roof. Yeah, she, she said, my expenses, which, which will be good probably for tax time, but they have not been good for my wallet time. No, they're not. And it's so hard. And that's, so I'm just, yeah, I'm throwing it all out there today. That is definitely what took place. Yes. I was very excited. Yes, the program is very right and tight. It is exactly what it needs to be. I feel very confident in this program. But I, I, if a wallet doesn't open up, then I had to make a decision. And it, and it hurts to make it, especially when I see all the hurt that's out there. Not that I can solve people's problems. Not that David Coleman can solve people's problems. But like you said, if it's just a, a nanosecond, a, a, a thought, a, a word changes it. You've had it, David, and I've had it. I've had the kids come up to me. I've had sure. people come up to me. I had a of three-star course. general crying on my shoulder because there is that gift that God mm-hmm. gave both of us. And it tears your heart out to know. And, and I got so angry, and it, it was wrong of me to get angry but somewhat right. That's why I have no tolerance for people that bitch and then don't do anything. And that's what right. I felt that I, because I had several people that could have and nothing. Crickets. It's, it's disheartening. It had to be disheartening. And I, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, you should just be sponsored by a company. But that company is going to have to realize that at some point in time, you're going to say something they're not fond of. It's going to it's- happen just because you're honest honest and you're trying to help people. And I still think there's a company or two out there who can foot those bills, realize that even sometimes negative publicity is publicity and that they're, that they're helping people in the long run. Right. Right. Well, I mean, you know, I guess, uh, I, I, I agree. Uh, it does, you know, it does not do my heart well that, uh, so many people are out there that do need help, especially the kids. I mean, that's kind of my uh, gig, and it's always been my gig as a kid. That's why I've always gone to the schools and spoken. Unfortunately, by the time they're in college, it's so far gone. Uh, it's so far gone. Uh, I, I know they are. I don't, I don't disagree with you, but I can only tell you that Mark wrote me. Mark wrote me last night at almost midnight my time. That's 11 o'clock in Minnesota where he operates. And Mark doesn't work at 11 o'clock. That's, that's not him. So for him to write me at that point in time and say, I have a dozen schools asking, do you do a program on mental health? Mm-hmm. If you don't, do you know someone who does? I darn near, I know that you're, you're in the studio by 4.30 or 5 in the morning because you're mentally ill. So I didn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I didn't thanks for that, my night. buddy. Yeah. I didn't reach out to you last night, but I, I was going to reach out to you today before you reached out to me. Paul, I'm, I'm going to set up a meeting. I'm going to set up a Zoom with the three of us. It's got to happen. And uh, I believe we'll be touched in the right direction. Well, you know, we'll see what uh, we'll see takes place. I mean, like I said, I am um, I'm more than happy to uh, 
uh, to entertain it and listen and um, figure figure out a, a plan um, of doing that. Getting back into schools would be uh, nice. Um, I do have reservations of you know how much how how often I would be able to to do that with the other obligations that I have because you know obviously the music right now is uh, a top priority of making sure that uh, I get him here so uh, he'll take care of the rest and that requires uh, music to to go out and stuff but uh, man I can't walk, I can't tell walk you before you run yeah you know I mean it's all good I mean you keep doing what you're doing I can't wait to listen to your show I have not pulled it down because uh, I usually do that this morning. Uh, so I can't wait to, uh, listen to that. I like to catch it, uh, when it first goes up and, uh, I'm going to put that up and, uh, make sure that's there. Uh, it is, uh, let me see what time it is. It's a nine I'm going to spin, uh, pastor Bob's the light, uh, real fast and then come back and say goodbye to Dave Coleman. And I'll be back in uh, three minutes and uh, 15 seconds. Light was pleased, a light was pleased, a light was pleased, a light was pleased, a light was pleased. Child played in the light. And he was happy with the light, and the light was with him. The child grew into a young man, and he became strong, and the light was pleased. But he became educated of the world, and by the world, and for the world, so that the world began to glow for him, and soon he didn't need the light. And the light was displeased, and the light began to fade. And he became of the world for it was pleasure, seeking to remain that happy child he was with the light. All the world's pleasures he sought out, but his days grew dim and his nights were pitch. And he stumbled in the darkness and was swallowed up. He saw no joy, no peace, no love, and he had no patience, kindness, goodness, or self-control. And he was lost in the blackness around him. Many years passed and he was afraid And he grew weaker with each passing year And he became helpless and hopeless One night in the pitch He saw a glimmer What was it, he asked And he walked toward the glimmer And it became brighter The closer he got The brighter the glimmer became And he began to run toward it and he could see it glowing and he began to feel the presence and he could smell its beauty. And as he grew nearer, he could hear it calling his name and he opened his mouth and he could taste its savoring flavor. He swallowed it and it flowed through his body like a mighty river and he grew strong and the darkness disappeared and he himself began to glow with the light. The light was well pleased, and the light opened his arms and welcomed the child back home. And that was uh, Pastor Snoop Bob's new one, <laughs> The Light, that is uh, actually doing uh, very well. Uh, I bet. Yeah, it's doing uh, very well on uh, not only uh, Spotify, uh, but it is uh, also doing well on uh, the YouTube. Um, I had that lyrical uh, uh, video done on that, and that's doing uh, really well. I think it was like at 17,000 or 18,000. How about that review of him? That, <laughs> that was great. By the puppet. <laughs> By the puppet. 
I think I'm going to make the puppet our our uh, music critic. The guy's actually a music critic, and you can tell by his uh, his words, his verbiage, and things like that. Uh, he just has a different way of delivering it, and it's through these puppets. He's got all kinds. He's got a Donald Trump love- puppet. He's got all kinds. Like, it's off the chart, crazy cool. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun with that, but uh, I have uh, been speaking with uh, David Coleman. Uh, it is uh, nine fifty-seven a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and so Dave, we've got uh, the three interviews coming up of yours on bridging the gap, and. Uh, maybe we can um, uh, set a day aside where we uh, take a look at uh, doing something uh, uh, on a couple of the tracks of ours. And, yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got great stories and play the scratches. It's always fun uh, uh, to play, you know, how they first came, um, you know, what took place and how they were produced. And uh, Oh, why don't you just start another segment? I'll host it called The Story. Yeah. And... I'll just I'll just interview you and we'll pick certain certain songs. I love that idea, by the way, and I love the name. Yeah. So let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll have to get on that. And uh, what else? You what do you got uh, going on today? I am uh, when we get done here. I am a guest on another podcast, and I'm going to tell as soon as I'm being done being interviewed, I'm going to tell them about you because I think they need to interview you. They they try to interview people who are among the leaders in what they do in the world. And they're considering me one of the leaders in speaking and coaching and this type of work. So uh, they only go for about five or 10 minutes, but you know, as well as I do, we can make a huge amount of change and difference in five or 10 minutes. So Ain't kidding, man. that's right. then. And then I have a couple of in-person coaching meetings today and, and I'm going to get out and enjoy a little bit of this beautiful day. Yeah. I think I might uh, be uh, cranking the hog up here and uh, get my motorcycle out. I took the plastic off the windows in the garage so uh, now i can or the uh, garage door so now i can get my bike out without scratching it i think i'm gonna jump on mm-hmm. that and go around the 275 loop at uh, uh somewhat uh, excessive speed and just enjoy my uh, enjoy the wind in my face and my two wheels in my place that's it you know? i'll get out to the studio soon and see it's good to yeah. see it all I've right well, it's tough well, buddy, uh, David Coleman's been talking to me. It's 9.59 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I've been coming to you live from our studios on Race Road in between Ron's Roost, Clucking Good Chicken, the closed steak and shake, which we didn't get around to, but it was robbed the other day. And, yes, we had 25 police with guns drawn going after a 56-year-old homeless man that was stealing the electricity he was taking all the wires out of the building. So now he is in Only prison. Only at our studio. Yeah. Only at our studio. He's, he's probably now in prison being a snuggle bunny for somebody and probably thinking I should have probably went to Ron's Roost and got a job because Steak and Shake was closed. <laughs> so I'm out of here, and uh, I'm going to turn it over to the autopilot. Dave, hang in there a second. I'll say goodbye to you. But uh, you might hear just a little bit of dead air, and uh, then uh, the autopilot will take over. So here you go. Mm-hmm.